What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of the Girl Stop Playing podcast, where we encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. Today, we have a super special show. We have a very special guest coming into the building without Further ado, let me just go ahead and welcome <laughs> my girl, Passport Cuddy is in the building. Hey, girl. Hey, <laughs> so I am so excited about this conversation. I, we were just talking before we came on and I was saying like, we've been connected for years. I don't even yeah. know where that initial connection came from, but, uh, but I'm surprised. Twitter? Uh, tw- listen, I'm, I have so many people that I'm still connected with right now yes. that came from Twitter, like pre-Instagram yes. days. So y'all, if you really get social on social yes. media, you can definitely create yes. some great relationships and just meet some really dope people. So yeah. um like 10 years probably. It's, listen, it's been so long. You came to my very first stop on my book tour in 2016. Mm-hmm. Like we have definitely been connected over the years and being able to have you on my podcast finally is Thanks. definitely a treat. So I don't even want to attempt to give you a proper introduction, I am going to just allow you to introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. I am Passport Cuddy. I'm the author of The Emin Man is for Money. It's a woman's guide on how to handle men and money and dating and relationships. I have um, turned into an unconventional life coach. <laughs> I host, I vlog, I'm a Zodiac freak. Like <laughs> I do yes. a little bit of everything. <laughs> um, I love it. Yeah, it's it's been a good 10 years of me just talking about like relationships and sex on the internet. But yeah. you know what? I think that it is so cool that we, like our generation has proven our parents wrong. Like mm-hmm. you really can just monetize the things that you're great at, the things that you probably, I don't want to say got in trouble for, but you know, the things that people discouraged us to do, the we really figured out how to monetize this stuff. Yeah, the taboo things that, well, there's, there's so much value in being able to 
share your experiences with other people mm -hmm. and people being able to relate because that's kind of where um, even my advice calls and counseling calls ever even stem from. I always say to myself, I needed some, I needed a me for me back then, you know? Yep. Um, yep. I just needed somebody to talk to who I felt like. And I had it very, I had short stints of relationships with people. Like I remember one of my old professors was really a dope chick. She was like, I was like 20 years old. She was like 29. I mean, at that time I thought 29 was so old, you know? And, but I confided in her and stuff about, um, about things. But then like after the semester ended, it was kind of like, you know, I didn't have that anymore. Now what? So there was, oh, there was like every now and then there was somebody, but it wasn't consistent enough. And, you know, a lot of things I was going through, I didn't want to tell certain people and I didn't want to um, be judged. I was embarrassed. So, you know, now when I got on Twitter, that was like my electronic diary. So yep. I was just spewing out all my thoughts, all my feelings, everything. And at first I was, you know, I didn't, I started off with zero followers just like everybody else. So I'm just pouring my heart out because I'm anonymous. But then it started catching, you know, people, people started like gravitating towards those tweets. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, snap. And then I look up and it was like, oh, you got 300 followers. You got 600 followers. You got 2000 followers. You got, you know, 5,000. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and then it kind of just grew from there. Yeah. But I think that showed you that number one, you're not alone. You're not the only yeah. one going through these things because people were not just entertained by your yes. stories. They were connecting to those stories. And yeah. just like you said, you know, you needed a you. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times we get into these spaces and we become successful because there's a need for it. Yeah. Most of us start these businesses just based on what we're passionate about, based on our mm -hmm. personal experiences, what we're going through. We need an outlet. Yeah. And by you creating your own outlet or using Twitter as your outlet, yeah. that pulled people to you that could connect and could relate. Just wanting to even hang out became, um, you, you were able to monetize that, you know? Yep. It didn't matter what it was. Like, I just want to, meet new people, I want to hang out, or I want to talk about relationships, so I want to, you know, um, me and Gigi started doing the poll parties, we, mm -hmm. you know, when I, when I, uh, my book stemmed from me being on Twitter talking about guys, you know, giving me money or sugar daddies or whatever, and then people started emailing me and DMing me saying, Cuddy, how do I get a guy to give me money? Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> How do I get, how do I get a guy to give me money? And that's literally where it started. I was like 25 years old. And like so many people were emailing me and DMing me and they kept on saying, um, asking me the same question. And so then I finally just started copying and pasting the same exact email to everybody. I was like, I'm going to put it in the book. I'm going to put it in the book. And year, like five years later, I was able to, thank, thankfully I didn't do it that prematurely because there was more that needed to happen, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> And it, and it happens at the perfect time, right? And sometimes yeah. we think, well, dang, I was supposed to do it at this time, but yeah. you weren't supposed to. Oh, you thought sure. you were. You oh, thought you sure. were, but now look how great you know the story is or how many more lessons you have. Yeah, when I was doing when I was writing the book, the writing coach, it the book started off at like as like 40 pages of just how to get money out of a guy, right? Like just little tips. And she was like, oh, is this supposed to be like a short book? I was like, yeah, it's going to be like one of them little books at the be uh, at the front of um, uh, Urban Outfitters. <laughs> or anthropology. <laughs> like just one of those little books. She was like, well, there's so much, you know, there, there's 
I feel like you have so much more to offer in here. You know, she said, um, so it doesn't seem like you're, you know, doing all of this right now anymore. Like what happened? I was like, girl, I got a job. <laughs> I was like, you know, and then she said, oh, well, put that in the book. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> she was like, you know, what's life after running around after guys for money or having a sugar daddy? Like, what, what do you do after that? I'm like, yeah, go get a job. She's like, yeah, well, let them know that too. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. I love it. I love it. I love it because you literally put your true uh experiences yes. your lessons yes. learned and i went on amazon and i read the reviews over 300 reviews yeah. from people who are like i needed this i didn't even yeah. know i needed this so and so yeah. told me i needed to get it and i'm so <laughs> glad that i did yeah. and i think because of the space that you're in you are mm -hmm. definitely an unconventional life coach yeah. i don't know if you go by the whole coach anymore oh, no, no. no that's all <laughs> no i used to um and that, that was actually a joke that i ran with um I was on Twitter one day and I was saying something and some guy just said to me, um, uh, you're like a hoe coach. And I was like, <laughs> that's so funny. I was like, let me, I'm stealing that. And yeah. then I, yeah, I ran with it for a little while. But then as I started getting more mature, I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, listen, this is the thing. I don't think hoe coach gives, like gives you, does you justice for all mm -hmm. that you're doing because yeah. Yeah. I think that even though your original intention, like what you thought you were setting out to do, yeah. may have been this one thing, you're now it's it's so yeah. much more. Yeah. So I want to talk about because that was pre-therapy. Right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah. And it's an evolution, right? Yeah. So I want to mm -hmm. talk about I do want to talk about that though, because okay. I personally I ain't never had a sugar daddy, right? <laughs> I always said to my not only have I not had a sugar daddy, I be telling all my business on here. So not only have I never had a um a sugar daddy, I always told my I never dated men for money. Don't judge me. Don't judge me, Cuddy. Okay. Not that I, I didn't used date to be a sugar mama. mama. Listen, exactly. I I was more on the other side, not yeah. intentionally. That's just the way the cookie crumbled. However, yeah. I always said, you know, my husband is gonna be the one that does these things for me. Yes. And yeah. you know, yeah. luckily that's kind of working out for me. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I think there are a lot of women out there who see having a sugar daddy is like this glamorous thing. So I want to talk about like what it's really like. Like, can you tell us the good, the bad, the ugly, even though this is yeah. your former life? Yeah. Um, and not really, you know, like not necessarily because I'm still, um, I'm not, in, I'm not married right now. So whoever I date is going to have to spend money. <laughs> and I mean, it's not necessarily going to be considered a sugar daddy probably, but hey, I'm not above it. <laughs> so, um, the sugar daddy, uh, totem pole is very, you know, the spectrum is very grand. Like it's, it's so vast because you have the people do expect it to be this, that, uh, that myth of this guy who just gives you all this money for no, for no reason. Right. Like he just gives it to you. That's what people think the sugar daddy is. When in reality, most sugar daddies do want something back. <laughs> and we know what that usually is, right? Mm -hmm. And they may not be as aggressive as some, you know, but eventually some people, um, you know, some people are more patient than others. Let's just say that. But for the most part, um, 
the whole idea of I'm just going to find this man who's just going to give me all his money for no reason is close to none, you know? <laughs> and um, so the average sugar daddy right now is probably married, old, ugly, fat, <laughs> funny looking, you know, like there's not this, I tell people, <laughs> I tell people all the time, like if you thought he's not any of those things, then he's just a boyfriend you know he's just he's just possibly your next husband like i don't know why you think that you're gonna find like this really fine uh eligible bachelor that's a sugar daddy you know like so, doesn't make sense yeah so with the sugar daddy thing i always tell people like they they give money because there's a need that they want whether it's their ego stroked sex um companionship you know, somebody on their hip, like 24 seven, somebody to just freaking listen to them all the time. Um, they definitely want stuff. And a lot of women pretend like they're not doing anything for the money, but they are, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's just phone sex. Sometimes it's pictures. Sometimes it's, it's like, it's so, <laughs> it varies. It depends on the man. Yeah. Yeah. It varies. But, and then, you know, there's old sugar daddies, there's young sugar daddies, there's Black sugar daddies, there's white sugar daddies, there's Indian sugar daddies, you know, like everybody has their own reputation. Like there's a reputation that African guys trick, you know, like they spend a lot of money. And then there's a reputation that the old white guys are still, you know, at the top of the food chain. Like, and then, oh, you hear that the Arabs spend a lot of money, you know, like you hear all of these um, stereotypes, you know, mm -hmm. um, and it, it just it just all depends but you are going to be expected to do something <laughs> something i mean and it all depends on whether you're willing to do it or not you know because for some women i will tell you this for some women even the ego stroking is too much like even for nicole's 10 times a day hey babe how are you doing what you doing because like sometimes these guys are like super annoying right like you don't like them you don't want to talk to them so they're calling you like even three to 10 times a day, you're like, oh, you know, but, and some for some women, they're like, listen, I can't like this, is, it ain't even worth it. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. And, yeah. So, and that had that, in my opinion was why mm -hmm. I was like, no, I can't do this because my face is going to tell you how I really feel. <laughs> like, what's coming out of my mouth does not matter. What yeah. I really think is going to be on my face. And I can't pretend yeah. like I like you and I don't really like you. I can. I really how? Daddy, how? Um, it all depends on. Well, here's the thing. I am very interested in people, regardless, right? Like, I'm not so. I like hearing stories. I like people being able to express themselves, tell me their stories, tell me their, about their life, whatever. So, I will genuinely be interested in that. So, that will make a guy feel like he's being listened to. You know, he's interesting. Um, and sometimes he really is. I might not like him physically. I might not want him to be my husband. I might not want him to, you know, have, I might not want to have a child with him, but I'm genuinely interested in his story or even his success. You know, like, how do you, I've heard, I've gotten so many gems from, because they have money, right? Mm -hmm. So how are they making money? What did they do? Where, where did, you know, so I'm interested in hearing that stuff. Yeah. So, and then, they think that I really like them, I guess. <laughs> and it works. And they're getting what they want. You're getting what you want. Have you heard, have you read the book Gold Digger by Alicia Dunham's? G-O-A-L. 
G O A. Oh, 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 no, no, no. Like way newer? back. No, it's old. This is like where the the gold digger, like she okay. Plays, I'm okay, pretty sure. no. But she said something similar. Like she found herself in these sugar daddy relationships. Uh-huh. Basically, what she got from them other than money was their business strategy. Yes. Like she was picking up clues from all of these people. And I feel like, I mean, we've dated me. Has yeah. have dated all of the all of the bums, all of the losers, <laughs> all of the people who I did not necessarily <laughs> like. You were teaching from. stuff too, right? So it's yeah. it's like we have this um mis not not a misconception, but we have this idea of what like a gold digger does, and you know yeah. that thing. But they're you're not necessarily winning on the other yeah. side unless you're being strategic. So mm -hmm. I want to ask you this too about the high value man conversation mm -hmm. because yeah. I think that it's similar to what you just said about sugar daddies. Like people think that sugar daddies are just, you know, this thing, but there's a lot that comes with it. Yeah. Same is for these high value men, high mm -hmm. value men, you know, if you're defining them as like, you know, they're wealthy, they have yeah. these networks, they have accomplished all of these things. Yeah. They want, um, they expect certain things. Like this man has reached this level. He expects his woman to be X, Y, and Z. And I think that's similar to the to the sugar daddies. Mm -hmm. Have you experienced or what's your take on the high value man that every woman seems to want, but not necessarily knows what comes along mm -hmm. with it? So that's the, the problem with the high value man is that people think that that is a cookie cutter. Um, it's not a cookie cutter thing, but people think that it is. And it actually is more about personality than anything. Right. So everybody's different. So there, there could be, I mean, I don't know, you know, I'm all into my signs and all of that stuff, but <laughs> I'm like obsessed with Zodiac. So I'm just mm -hmm. going to use this as an example. So, you know, I, I'll feel like, you know, certain like Aquarius men, they would like, they like they're equal, you know, like they want. My husband is an Aquarius, Cuddy. Right. Go ahead and tell me some about stuff, girl. Okay. <laughs> They want a boss bitch. Like, they like that. They definitely feel like they don't want the girl who is, um, they don't really want the girl who's struggling. They don't really want the girl that they got to, you know, like they, they are attracted to the women who got their shit together because, and, and they don't want anything from those women, right? They mm -hmm. just want to know that they just want that sense of security and they like that power couple type of thing, right? Mm -hmm. That's not the same as like a Gemini man. Like a Gemini man don't want his equal. He he wants his own kingdom and then he wants to find a bad bitch that he could put in. Yeah. Like situate like here. You yeah, I'ma place this woman like so. And they could both be quote unquote high value. They could both have mm, success. Okay. They could both have <clears throat> they could both have the best of everything they could be or they could be single they could be you know available all of that stuff but what they want in another woman you know is going to what they want in a woman is going to look different so for some men they don't appreciate the woman who has a busy schedule making her own money um wants um to to do things together they don't like that you know because some men you know they don't like that because they feel like it just takes away from their mm -hmm. their dominance, their um, uh, <laughs> their control, you know. So when people and that's the thing, sometimes it really doesn't work out because 
some people believe that high value men want high value women and that's not true like it's just not true because just because he's a high value man doesn't mean that he's not a little insecure mm. he's not a little you know um he he doesn't have um these personality traits that make him want to be in control mm -hmm. or you know that he doesn't want his ego stroked like every that, man wants listen yeah like people don't pay attention to the fact that it's still personality even with like a job right i tell people all the time they're like oh you know i'm so nervous because i'm like listen what's on the paper probably means less if y'all went to the same college <laughs> you know because the 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 person you know it's still a human factor Mm -hmm. And the emotional aspect of it is going to usually trump, right? Yep. So when women feel like they have all of these uh, milestones to reach and, you know, to get a certain type of guy, I'm like, and that's great. But then guess what? You still might get this guy who wants you to dumb that down and let him be, you know, the the king. And some women, they can't do that. So. And I think self-awareness is so important because yeah. most of, most women in, in America that mm -hmm. have an Instagram account that has watched reality TV, like we have in our head this Cinderella, mm -hmm. I want this man to, you know, do all of these things or I want this particular type of man. Yeah. We don't think about what comes along with it or what that yeah. means, what your role will be. Because yeah. like said, I literally was in a situation where I, you know, I was dating the man that wanted to just insert me into his yeah. already successful kingdom. Yeah. No, I want, I got to build, I have to bring something right. to the table, but right. there are women out there who would gladly just be inserted. So I exactly. think knowing who you are and what you want is, is that's the bottom line. Yeah. And then, then here's the thing, just because that's what they, they need for um, their personality doesn't mean that you don't have to do anything. It doesn't mean don't go to school, don't work, don't make your money. But, they don't want that on display, right? Mm -hmm. And if you can just get your coin and be quiet and let him take care of everything, it might work for you, right? Because, and you know that if God forbid anything doesn't happen, you know, anything doesn't work out between y'all, you're good. Yeah. But if every single day you're coming home and you're like, like trying to download and tell him everything that you got going on, he, he might be like, mm, you know, like, I don't, I don't want that. I don't like that. That's not, you know, that's not fitting well with what I want. Now, I mean, personally, I, 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 I do have my own identity. So I really probably couldn't be with somebody who doesn't want me to, you know, shine in a sense. But for some people, they're more reserved. It, it might work for them, you know, mm -hmm. like, and it, there's no right or wrong. It's just really trying to decide if it, if it works for you, right? right. Yeah. And then the last part about it is that so many women care about what the what the guys look like on paper. And I'm like, that doesn't translate well for a relationship in in person, you know, in reality, because you're miserable. <laughs> you're miserable. Right. But, but y'all look good on paper. Y'all yeah. the power couple, but yeah. behind closed doors, you're, you're so this is why I think, I mean, I know we've been talking about, you know, the sugar daddy and the this mm -hmm. and the that, but I 
read your bio. I mean, you know, I did all my things to yeah. get ready. I'm like, I got to make sure yeah. I, I put some respect on that. I love that you said you help women learn how to speak up. Yeah. Because whether you are single, married, going through something at your job, dealing mm -hmm. with your mama, like we, for some reason, a lot of women feel voiceless. Like we yeah. have a hard time finding our voice, being confident enough to speak up, like mm -hmm. uh, verbalizing or communicating what we desire, what we deserve. Why do you think that is? And what are some of the um, tips or tools that you're sharing with your clients? One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. ...to help them navigate that. Well, the first thing I tell people is that you care more about what they think than they caring about what you think or you caring about what you think, right? It's always about what the other person... Oh, I don't, I don't want to say this because I don't want them to think this about me. I'm like, the truth? So like, I'm gonna use this as an example, right? So, oh, I don't wanna tell him that um, I wanna go to this five-star restaurant or this five-star resort or whatever, because I don't want him to think that I'm, what, that you like that stuff? The truth? You know, it's the truth. So you don't want him to think that you like fine dining. <laughs> you don't want him to think that you care about it's the whole It's ridiculous when you say it like that. Right. <laughs> So I got to hide that because I don't want him to think that, you know, I'm shallow and stuff like that. So let's just go stay in the best Western, you know, um, and no shade, but I'm just <laughs> saying anything, you know, like let's go stay in the two star hotel because I want to look humble. I don't want to look shallow. I don't want to look materialistic. I don't want to look bougie, stush, whatever. Right. And I am like a firm, but yes, I believe in compromise. Right. But then there's also like some things where it's like, I, they don't, men 
and this is general, right? Like men probably are not thinking, oh, I don't want her to think this about me, so I'm not gonna say or do this, right? So like you go on a date with a guy, he puts his hand on your thigh, he kisses you, he, you know, he you're you're texting, he says something sexual or out of the way, he sends you a dick pic, he, you know, <laughs> asks you, have you ever had a threesome before? Like all types of stuff. Like I'm just using these random things that we may think is super inappropriate, but they tried their luck. <laughs> like they tried it, you know. So I always say, I mean, if they're going to try their luck, I'm going to try my luck, right? And for some things, it's all a conversation. Everything is a conversation. Mm -hmm. I have totally had conversations with men where I told them, um, I remember saying something like, I don't know. I don't know. It was something about like going to Miami or something, something, something. I was like, yeah, I want to stay at the one hotel, but it's like a thousand dollars a night. The guy was like, oh, I ain't paying no thousand dollars a night. I'm like, damn, <laughs> you know, but at least I knew at that moment that he not with that. Okay. I'll compromise. I'll we'll stay at the W or we'll stay somewhere else, you know, like whatever. But it wasn't like, I wasn't going to say it because I didn't want him to think. I just threw it out there. It was, it's, it's always bait for me. Like I'm going to throw it out there and I'm going to see where you fall like on right. the, on the topic. So what, whatever it is, whether it's, yeah, the travel thing, if it's, um, on, um, sex, you know, if it's, you know, I'll, if it could be something like, it could be anything, whatever it is, I'm just going to throw the bait out there and it, it becomes a conversation. You know, like I remember, um, uh, this guy had bought me, uh, before I even met him, he bought me these thousand uh, dollar pair Louis Vuitton sandals. And I go and he gives them to me. And then like the next week I sent him a picture of a bag and he says to me, um, oh, you need your nails done. And I was like, well, damn, I was like, my appointment is tomorrow. Cause it was grown out. And then he was like, I said, my appointment is tomorrow. And I said, oh, you going to pay for them? And he was like, no, he was like, I don't pay for nails. And I'm thinking to myself, how you don't pay for nails? You just bought me a thousand dollar pair of shoes. And he's like, no, that's for you. That like nails, that's your grooming stuff. I don't do that. Mm -mm. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, so now I know he ain't paying for nails. <laughs> but, mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't, I'm I'm not, and don't get me wrong. I'm not, even though I'm considered a pro, I still have to figure out a strategy with every single guy to see how I'm going to throw um, what I want to say out there to him. If I'm not confident enough or comfortable enough to just say it then i'll figure out a way to get it out there because i want to know where 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 he's at on Where's like the the you gonna toe the line until you figure it out yeah um and i'm never caring more i'm oh my objective is always how am i gonna get it out not what is he gonna think about me or um, no, I don't want to say that because it's like me just trying to find that thing based on like his personality and like our conversation. And then, and then I just, I just go for it. And guess what? Honestly, sometimes if it's too hard for me, I'll be like, I don't like this one <laughs> because I'm not comfortable enough to say what I want. Right. And then that makes me not even like you. <laughs> so, wow. I mean, and and that doesn't happen often, but if I really do feel like this person is a little, our personalities just don't go, right? Like, I'll, I'm like, oh no, I'm scared of him. I'm good. <laughs> I think that is so, that is so like, 
just the opposite of what I feel like little girls are raised to, mm -hmm. like how we're raised to be. Like we're not, I wasn't, let me speak for myself. I think that I'm a pretty like assertive person, but if it mm -hmm. comes down to you being uncomfortable or me being uncomfortable, right. I'm going to choose to be uncomfortable. Like yeah. I'll figure this out versus yeah. me making you uncomfortable. And you really are putting everybody above your, uh, you know, mm -hmm. above yourself, putting everybody's needs above you. And you don't really yeah. realize that's what you're doing until you, you know, yeah. in therapy, you know, and, and with sometimes it's way the outcome or the result that the response rather is probably not even near what you thought it was going to be. Yeah. You know, so like, let's say for example, um, I had a cutty call recently where, somebody was like, you know, he ain't doing nothing. You know, like I need him to do some stuff for me. Like, you know, he's not doing anything. And I said, well, at this point, what do you lose? You know, like you're not, if he already not doing anything, you might as well just tell him what you want because either you're going to get it or you're not. Well, and then you're not, not getting it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're not. If he, if he basically confirms you're not getting it, then you could go. Right, right now you're waiting to see if he's ever going to um, figure it out on his own. Mm -hmm. Right, and you might just need to say like, "This is what I want." But it's all—it's almost like um, sometimes people give off this this persona and this aura, like they don't necessarily need anything or want anything. Um, so sometimes it's not always—it's just people's perception, right? Mm -hmm. So like, even your friend who has like a lot of stuff for Christmas, you're like. I don't know what's about her. She be buying Chanel and Dior and stuff like that. I don't know what to get her. When really she probably could totally appreciate some socks, a scarf, a hat, some, you know, and you kind of like get nervous because you're like, I don't, I don't have the money to buy her the type of stuff that she likes, but she's probably appreciative of other little things that mm -hmm. you never even thought of. So it's like, he may be on the same type of, you know, in the same perception where it's like, Oh, she got all her stuff together. She don't need me. She don't like whatever. When or if you were to say like, "Oh, babe, I want to go to, um, I want to go to this play on Thursday." Da, 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 whatever. He's like, "Oh, that's something I can do for her." You know, like, yeah, let's go. You know. And yeah. I'm just like I said, that's just an example, whatever. But just always throwing out for me, my uh, strategy is baiting. I mean, is the bait like just always throwing out what I like what I want, my need, my want, like everything and see if they catch on to it. And if they don't, then I just move on to the next thing. <laughs> oh, okay. So let's get into this book. The M in for men is the M in for man is for money. No, the Girl. M in man is for money. Girl, get me together. The M in man. I got it on my notes. The M yeah. in man is for money. And yes. part of your description, I pulled this part out. It said how to condition men to foot the dinner bill and household bills. And I need to talk about it because you just said, side note, we good. You know, I got to make sure everybody, <laughs> we good right. over here. but you just mentioned that this man bought you these thousand dollar shoes before you even met him, and somebody yeah. listening to this is like, yeah. they 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 Scooby Doo ears went up. So, <laughs> how are you conditioning? Is it just what you're saying? Like you just are throwing things out there. You're throwing throwing the bait out there and seeing how it goes. Well, that particular situation, I literally just posted it on my Instagram story. I said, who I said who wants to buy me some shoes today? And don't worry. I'll take it easy on you. They're only $965. <laughs> and I had three or four guys hit me up like, 
you know, hey, what's up? Like, so one said something like, I don't mind buying you some shoes, but can we get to know each other first? No. <laughs> That's not what the post said. <laughs> uh, right. Because you asking me to get to know you first. I asked for the shoes first. I'll get to know you after you get the shoes. <laughs> but so he went and back. Somebody to and somebody bit. Somebody said, which shoes? What size do you wear? And I said, so I sent him the shoes. I told him the size. He said, give me till Saturday and make sure that you find something to wear because I want to take you out. I'm like, okay, who is? And I press follow. Um, and that's how that happened, literally. Like, there was nothing more to it. But when it comes to, um, like, I've had so many guys buy me stuff before ever having sex, seeing them, like anything. And it, again, is just the conversation. I remember, um, and this is a good example because this particular guy, um, it was definitely, he met, we met on, we were introduced to each other, I guess, on the internet. And he says something to me, we're, we're talking. And then finally, I'm just like, sometimes because I'm more aggressive and assertive, and I'm also like kind of playful and funny. So I don't mind saying certain things where it's like, I'm saying it in a like jovial way where they don't take it offensively. So I was like, so tell me, what do you pay for? And he was like, what? I was like, what do you pay for? I was like, there's so many um, different types of guys. Like guys pay for, and he was like, what do you mean? Like hair or nails or something? I was like, yeah, but my nails ain't $40. And he was like, so how much are your nails? I was like, like $200. And he was like, $200? He was like, I said, he said, well, how long they last for? And I said, um, a month. And he was like, oh, okay. That's not that bad, actually. Like, two and oh, he was like, all right. And then I said, um, yeah. And then we started talking um, about, I said, yeah. I said, no, I just want to know what type of guy you are. Because, like, I will stop talking to a guy who I feel like is not, um, I forgot what word I used at the time, but it doesn't look out for me in a sense. That's why I said, and um, I told him with a story about this Uber, like this Uber story, which I met this guy, long story short, we hadn't met yet, but I was out with my friend uh, and we didn't drive. So we had to take the train home. The trains got cut off um, at 10 o'clock. And when, by the time we got down to the train station, uh, the trains were cut off and it was $130 for me to get home on the Uber and $100 for her to get home. I mean, we are going to pay it, but he texted me at the moment and was like, uh, this is not the same guy. I, I'm telling him a story about another guy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, he texted me at the moment and he says, hey, what you doing? I was like, oh, just sitting at this bus stop right now trying to figure out how to get home because Uber is 130 The train is cut off. Uber is $130 and Lyft is 30 minutes away. And he was like, oh, okay. And he was like, oh, where are you at? So I told him. And he said, oh, that's one stop away from the, on the train from my house. I said, I just told you the train is cut off. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. And then, you know, some time goes by. Probably like an hour goes by, right? Cool. I go home. I, I, I get the cab home. And an hour later, he texts me. And he says, so how'd you make out? And I'm like, ah, snip, snip, because... If he would have never hit me back until the next day or whenever, I would have been totally fine with it. I would have been like, oh, okay, he fell asleep. He got distracted. Blah, blah, blah. I would have. But it seemed as if you waited until I figured it out myself. And then you're going to hit me and be like, now I, listen, don't 
nothing wrong with that. Hey, but that's not the type of guy that I'm used to. I'm used to a guy that will like, like fly to, oh no, I don't want my woman sitting uh, at 10 o'clock in the night or, you know, 10, 10 o'clock at night in the uh, in New York City on a bench. And, and no, mm -mm, where you at? I'm coming to get you. Or, you know, let me send you a cab. No, 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 no. You know, which that's the type of guy that I like. Listen, if that guy, you know, so I stopped talking to him. And then like two years later, he was like, what the hell? What happened? And I was like, you want to know what happened? So I told him the truth. He said, you should have just asked me. I'm like, mm -mm. <laughs> because I didn't want to ask him because we hadn't even met yet. I'm not going to ask you for those type of things we haven't even met. But if you don't offer, you're probably not my type. <laughs> Yeah, so. I think though I think those little red flags though, those are the things that women ignore. And then when he further disappoints you by doing literally identical to what he did yeah. when you ignored it, then you're mad. Yeah. So for me, you know, like with with certain guys, I will either put out the bait or um I'll, it will just be a conversation. And that question, the whole so what do you pay for is not as scary as you think, right? Because it's literally it could be like this super generic general conversation that you have. Like, so tell me what type of guy you are, like in relationships. Like, what type of stuff do you pay for? That should not make some man mad. Like, if you can't answer that question, I didn't ask you for any money, right? Like right now in this moment, this question, I didn't ask you for a thing. I asked you for your thoughts. I asked you for an answer. That's all. So you could totally say, I'll pay for shit, fuck out of here. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you got a job and that's fine, right? I'm just trying to speed up the process and trying to figure out. What are we doing? Yeah, like what type of guy you are. <laughs> so what, so, okay, you mentioned the cutty calls a couple of times and I already know that there are some people tuned in who are like, cutty call, wait, I can call her? Uh, and she yeah, can tell yeah, me yeah. how to do this. So I do want you to just mention really quick a couple of like the, are there even, some common things that you like reoccurring things that women want to know aside yeah. from how do I get this man to, to buy me stuff? Or is that typically the conversation? Um, Oh no, 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 no. It's usually not about how do I get this guy to buy me stuff, which that's only like 10% of the calls. The call is for whatever you want, right? People call me about business. People call me about confidence, self-esteem. People call me about their relationship, friend drama. Uh, yeah. The sugar daddy stuff, um, going up, traveling, uh, wardrobe because I used to be a personal shopper. They call me for everything and anything they want. So, but most of the calls are about like dating and relationships. And a lot of it is really just, like I said, not knowing how to navigate with men about how to get what they want out of the situation. So, um, a lot of it could, I mean, a, a major theme is like the mixed signals, right? Like people, mm -hmm. Personally, I don't believe in mixed signals. Um, people do take that very, very personally um, that a guy will say they're not ready for a relationship and then proceed to still take them out and have sex with them and do things with them. And I'm like, that's just being nice. <laughs> that's just dating. That's that's not, you know, that's not a crime. You know, it's like, hey, you, you said you didn't want to be in a relationship, but then you took me to the barbecue and you took me to, you know, you took me to the movies and you took me to... Uh, on vacation, and I'm like, he likes you, <laughs> like, or he wants to see if he likes you, right? Like, but um, that's a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Um, another another common theme is um, just I would say 
Mm, miscommunication, which is people, what people perceive things to be is just not always what it is, even in friendships. You know mm. what I mean? Like people will be like, oh, um, uh, she didn't call me, so she must have not wanted to go out. And I'm like, so then they'll read me a text thread. And I'm like, oh, well, her last message did say, let me know when you're free. <laughs> you know, you didn't you didn't say anything. They're like, but 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 what? <laughs> you know, she said, you know, and that that's just a very yeah, but having that outside that even like what you said at the beginning, like you were using Twitter as your outlet yeah. because you did want to talk to certain people. Yeah. It sounds like you really are just like the listening <laughs> ear who have these questions or these issues yeah. or these things that they might feel are like petty that they don't want to talk yeah. to other people about. They're like, yo, let me call Passport. Yeah, I love but that. also, you know, uh -huh. a lot of it is, okay, people are in toxic relationships, right? That is very embarrassing to people. You know, I've displayed my toxic relationships on the internet for years. Um, and I've also went to therapy and uh, got all these tools and, you know, uh, spoken to so many people and I've gotten over the hump. And now I get to use those, that same advice and those tools to share with other people who are going through it um, as well. So it's very, it's very isolating when you're in a situation where you just don't know how to get out of it. Um, mm -hmm. You don't want to tell anybody you're embarrassed, you're ashamed, uh, you feel alone. And um, so I'm definitely a safe space for that because, you know, people don't like, you know, I've talked about having abortions on Twitter. Right. Like some people are scared to talk about that, you know, like so they're like, oh, well, I'm pregnant right now. I don't know what to do. Let me call and see, you know, what what she thinks or like what her what her feedback is, which I'm never going to tell you, girl, go get an abortion. Like, I'm not going to do that, but I'll help you put all the cards on the table for you to decide what is the best option for you. You know, yeah. like the the reality of it all. You know, like, let's say, for example, a lot of people call me and tell me like, oh, my God, he does nothing or he does all this stuff. And I love him so much. And I'm like, no, you don't. You're obsessed. Right. Like it's an infatuation. Like and nobody takes offense to that because by the time the, the end of the call comes, they realize, oh, yeah, I probably didn't really love him. <laughs> uh, I probably. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I, I probably didn't. And they realize that those intense feelings that they were feeling were other things like fear or, you know, codependency, obsession, you know, they just, you know, they don't realize that it just all seems like love because it's so intense. But mm -hmm. by the end of the call, they're like, mm, nah. maybe I can move on from this. <laughs> you know, like maybe I don't need uh, to slip my wrist over this guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I love it. And and really just like releasing. Sometimes that's all it's about. Like not even mm -hmm. necessarily you giving the next step, but some people don't have anybody to talk to. So yeah. just having somebody, having that safe space is so important. We talk about therapy here on the show all the time. Um, because if you've gotten yourself to this point using all the tools, all the resources, yeah. all the all the things that you have, and sometimes you need something outside of that. So yeah, I love that you're offering this because the stigma with therapy in our community keeps people out, you know, keeps people from getting the help that they need. So you yeah. are, you are so much of a 
like like you disarm people. Yeah. You know, it's like that's just my homegirl. Like I can talk to yeah. her. She's not gonna judge me. She's not gonna make me yeah. feel crazy. And it's not the stigma attached to going to a therapist. So. And I still push them towards therapy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have yeah. like a lot of people who are in therapy, and they still call me weekly, and they're like, oh, "I couldn't tell my therapist this now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> let me let me tell you this." Or they just don't feel like they relate. Maybe the therapist is like a man or the therapist is older or the mm -hmm. therapist, you know, like they just don't have this connection with the therapist in that way. The therapist might be good, but they just don't feel comfortable. Yeah. So, yeah. or I'll be on the phone with somebody and be like, so what's your therapist said? They were like, what you just said, <laughs> the same thing that you just said, you know, because I use a lot of tools from therapy. I do so much reading. I use all my experiences. I'm, I'm still using I'm still, it's like the uh, medicine and the candy, right? It's like you come because you think that you're going to get one yeah. answer when in reality, I'm still giving you the healthy. And if it's not, I will literally give you a disclaimer. I'll be like, listen, now I don't know what your therapist is going to tell you about this particular situation, but I'm going to tell you to just lie. <laughs> you know, like it depends on what it is. I might be like, girl, this goes against everything that, but I'm not going to tell you and know that it's probably not the best route but it depends on what the situation is right so i'll be like listen they probably not gonna tell you to do this but i would lie i'm, I'm gonna take that one to the grave we gonna we gonna take that one to the grave we just gonna it's a different approach it's just a yeah. different approach than, than your traditional therapist but it's yeah. needed it's needed yeah. and especially if you got people who are paying a therapist and then still yeah. coming to you for confirmation that yeah. just proves that you are definitely um in a much needed space yeah. So for the people who, oh, last question. This should have been my first question, but it's my last question. Tell us where you got the nickname Passport Cuddy. So Passport Cuddy came from a Chris Rock stand-up from about 10 years ago. He says that men can't go backwards sexually. Like once you do something uh, new with a man sexually, he's like, do that little thing you did last week again. <laughs> and he says women can't go back in lifestyle. So once you upgrade a woman and introduce her to the finer things in life, she don't never want to go backwards. Like every guy after that, she wants to, you know, continue okay. on with that. Mm -hmm. So he said, um, he said, ladies, remember the first time a guy ever took you on vacation? He said, after that, you want every guy to take you on vacation? He was like, oh, this is passport pussy. And I'm like, ha, that is me. <laughs> Cause that's exactly how it happened. The first, and that's why I said like, I was a little sugar mama at first and then I met a guy, and I tell these stories in the, the book, The MMA is for Money. The first guy that I met that started spending money on me, I was like, guys have money? Oh, my God. <laughs> and from that point forward, it was like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't want, that's my new type. That's, yeah, what, that's yeah, who yeah. I like now. <laughs> so I just changed the pussy to cutty. I love it. I never knew that. So I definitely yeah. was curious. And I'm sure somebody was like, but why is she passport cutty? So I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad we got that out there. I know the people are like dying to get a copy of this book. Yeah. Maybe they want to sign up for a call. So please mm -hmm. let them know where they can find you online and yes. how they can connect with you um, on Instagram. Yeah. So I am passport underscore cutty, C-U-T-T-Y on Instagram and Twitter. Um, the link for the Cuddy Calls is in my Instagram, by in my link tree. Uh, it's the 30 minutes or one hour. Um, you can talk about whatever you want. You can call as many times as you want. 
doesn't matter. It's anonymous, which is even better. Some people do tell me like, hey, I'm so-and-so online, or they might even DM me afterwards or whatever, but it's anonymous. So that's the beauty of it. You really can share whatever you want without feeling judged. Um, the book is called The Emmy Man is for Money. It's on Amazon. Um, there's an audible. I narrate it. It's on ebook, mostly everywhere. Um, and I have uh, a drinking game and a Zodiac game. And like, I'm coming out with all these new products this year. So <laughs> I love it. I'm excited for you. I have enjoyed Thank this you. conversation. I know Thank that it's been so full of so many gems that I know the Thank people you. are going to love it. So I Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a long time. Thank coming. you so much. And thank y'all. I wish I was there. <laughs> listen, listen, next time we're going to do an in-person interview. Yes. All right, y'all. We'll okay. see you next week. Bye. Thank you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.